Hello, my name is Jake. And I'm Harriet Tugsman. And it's getting dark at 6.30. I can't fucking stand it. And you are listening to... Wait! Take me off speaker. Welcome back. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in a need of prayer. That went a very different direction than I thought it was going to go. We started off with I felt like Mario. And then it turned into gospel. Whoa. I was always singing gospel. Okay, all right. One voice. One One voice. voice. A girl singing one voice. These are my girls. (laughs) This is my girl Dorinda. She the preacher. All right. We heard enough about this last week. (laughs) And I was disrespectful because I did not shout out the actress who I've been in love with since Lovecraft Country. And I'm not talking about Jonathan Majors. (laughs) Or for a while, I thought I was going to date... uh, um, 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 the, 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 the female lead, and I can't believe I'm being so disrespectful. Um, Journey's oh, uh, yes. Oh, I used to have such a crush on her as a kid. She's gorgeous. She, see, like, I guess I could have been pansexual because if maybe we could have worked out. You me and know, Raven still could. Me and Raven would have never worked out. Oof. That was another one of my childhood crushes. Yeah, same, and that would have been a big mistake. Oh, she was, she's very attractive, but I just remember just being, she's so cute. Anywho. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, Anjanute, sorry, the actress who has been killing it, and I, I just love her. She is so good in that. She is, she really is. This, this is my daughter, Dorinda. This is my youngest, Karen. She can sing the whole house off. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna give us quotes from the, from the movie as we, as we go along this episode. It's like a cultural shift, but it's the thing that like I kind of forgot during the 2020s because everything, everything everywhere all at once was happening. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yes, all the things. Just like the Tiger Man, like how big things were at that time, and now like we kind of forgot about that stuff. And and naturally, things do happen, but it was so quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just want to keep putting that back up because it was a really good movie. It was okay. Lifetime, I see you. Uh, it was lifetime, right? Yeah, it was. Okay. Um, well, while we're while we're sticking with the theme of music, uh, who is your who's your artist for the week? What's your song for the week? The song for the week, I listened to them a very long time ago, and it was a tribute album to Nina Simone, um, and it has like Usher, Nina Simone. <laughs> It's a tribute album for Nina Simone, and like Nina Simone is on it. <laughs> she actually was not. Uh, Usher, Lauren Hill, um, Jasmine Sullivan is on this album, and there's this known um, singer, and she's been in the game since like 2005, named Alice Smith, and it's some someone who have like I've peripherally like seen in things, but mm-hmm. never have sat down and just like got into it. So. Mm-hmm. For our Friendly Black Audio show that has happened last week, um, and I'm speaking in the future past. <laughs> One day we'll figure that out. I don't know how people <laughs> do that. And so um, it's called I Put a Spell on You, which was really made famous. It was made famous twice. One by a male singer, um, oh, something bloody Honkins, Jay, and then re again by uh, Nina Simone. So I'm doing that number, and I've heard, she's one of those... 
There are few performers that I think are performers, and she is on par with Jill Scott to me. Oh, I love Jill Scott so much. Like when Jill sings, she's. I never for a moment think she's thinking about what she has to do after. She's in the moment. She's in the lyric. She's in yes. the emotion. Mm-hmm. And Alice Smith sings this song. And this is a short song. And it is six minutes, her version. But it's not like a, it's it's the six minutes where you're just like. Captivated. Yeah. You don't. You, and that, like, you know, you don't. Nobody wants to feel time moving past. Yeah. And that is. And so I have been obsessed with her. That's been like the song that's been. On my mind, and I literally changed to put it in like the show because I've just been obsessed with it. I love that you, you mentioned. You know, no one wants to feel the the time. Like, I mean, that's the telltale sign of a good performer. It's the telltale sign of good songwriting. Is if you're sort of taking out of time. It could be a two minute song, but it feels like it's five, six minutes just because of the different emotions that you're feeling or the different notes that are coming up in the song that you're that you're hanging on to. Uh, so I don't know, just being a songwriter, going to school for songwriting, it just made me think of like all those old lessons that I used to learn. She reminds me of a sh- like the phrasing of Shirley Basie. Oh, that's a... But like also mixed in with like, uh, like a, a love, she's like a love child of Etta James meets Shirley Basie and N- Nancy Wilson. If that may, like there's the emotion of Etta James, mm-hmm. there's the phrasing where like, if you listen to like... um. Um, shit, my mind is so powerful. <laughs> it makes me forget things. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, um, I who have, no, um, who have nothing. Oh, um. No, 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 it's called I have who have nothing. Yeah, I know the song that you're talking about. I just can't think of the artist. Whitney Houston has made it, but Shirley Basie does a cover of it. Mm-hmm. And she like speeds it up, but it doesn't feel, it's just her own way. That's what I really like about Alice Smith. It's not a voice. Mm-hmm. That I get to hear commonly these days. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really enjoy, I really enjoy everything. I'm happy that, that you enjoy it and that now everyone else gets to enjoy it when they listen to this episode. Hopefully they will. They better. What's you been, what's your earworm? My earworm, uh, this week. So I was listening to, uh, this band called The Deer Hunter. I've been listening to them since I was in college, my freshman year of college. Uh, a friend of mine that I'd met that year put me onto them. Loved them at the time. The only albums that I had known about is they have a series called The Acts. So it's Act 1 through 5. And it's a concept body of work. So it tells one story over the course of these five albums. Ooh, wow. Okay. Um, which I'm obsessed with concept albums in that way. And the fact that it went, spanned five albums was really cool to me. So they released um, an album called Antimai earlier this year and it was what i was i was listening to on repeat before renaissance came out um and so b <laughs> br before renaissance is <laughs> <laughs> what i was listening to br you know um no but for real like that that is that's very real but i was listening to Antimai a lot before that and so i just jumped back into listening to that album again so my song from the Deer Hunter is going to be from the Antimai album. And I want to say I like the entire album, but the song, I'm going to go with the first one that came out from the album, which is a song called, I want to say it was Industry, which is the second track on the album. This group of guys does, they dabble in a bunch of different genres of music to create these concept albums, which I really, really appreciate. 
I think what they would officially be labeled as is alternative rock. I've heard them put into the prog rock category sometimes. But speaking of, you know, just being taken out of time, mm -hmm. these songs on this specific album, they will change so many times that like, you don't know if you're still listening to the same song. Um, and But they always find a way to circle back around to the themes that they have, like the melodic themes that they have throughout the songs. So definitely uh, we're going to put Industry off of Antimai on our playlist. And we'll see the I Put a Spell on You mm -hmm. on that same playlist. Yes, you can find our playlist on both Spotify and Apple Music at the Wait, Take Me Off Speaker playlist. I mean, look at that title. Look at it. Look at it go. Simple, clean, chic. Mm. <laughs> That's really dope. I love a good concept album. And I love love albums. But that reminded me of um, <laughs> Sir John Stevens when he wanted to record an album in every state. And I think he got to about three. It was just like, mm. this is a lot. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> Which leads me to another question. Okay. I was thinking, like, what's... Do you have, like, spooky songs you listen to during this time period? Spooky songs? Not, yeah. So Not I'm, necessarily, like, spooky, like, Charlie Brown Halloween special. Uh -huh. But meaning, like, something that makes you feel eerie or creepy or... or like you're you're in the middle of Times Square, but the music is giving abandoned uh -huh. woods. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> boot. That's the gay goes. Uh, uh. Uh, I don't know that I have anything like that. It, it'd be like listening to like a horror movie soundtrack, which is not really music. It's just like creepy, decrepit uh, screen doors sh rattling and stuff. And like, no, like, like there's this um. Um, Nick put me onto this. Matt Zone is out of, it's called Order Out of Chaos. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to this one track, this album is like a dance album, but like this one instrumental track, you'll be like, Silence of the Lambs? Like, oh, no. what is happening to this? And, but it, it, there's, there's nothing like, it's a very like color, color in the lines. Like it, it's nothing says that it's scary. Uh huh. It's just like whatever you view could kind of be put into that. So like to me, I feel like I'm walking in like this industrial thing and there's nobody in there. It's nothing scary. It's just like a scary looking place. If that makes sense. No, that makes it's perfect sense. It's nothing scary, but it's like this could be like. That makes perfect sense. It's, like if, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. There's this one time I was walking home and I finished the gig. And usually I will take everything off besides if it's the human hair unit that stays on. <laughs> but I'll just be in my boy's clothes. So I was like walking from the gig and I was like half a block away from home. And so like one headphone in, one out being safe. This dude just like walks up and I'm like, this is a scary street. I'm walking down a tree line street. This guy is like, Hey, oh, no. be safe for getting home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like drizzle of piss right there. Oh. Because like I didn't like, he was behind his fence and it was like I had already like almost just passed him and then he just said that. Oh no. Oh god. So like that's the kind of music that was just kinda of, like it wasn't really scary, but like in the right scenario. It right. could be a scary space. So now that you're saying that, like one moment that I had when I was uh I wanna say maybe I was still in high school. I'm walk it's very late at night. It's very dark. The street light on my street 
like one of the streetlights on my street was like out. There was like the one right in front of my house. And so I'm like, I'm walking up and for whatever reason, I don't even remember why. Oh, nope. Just kidding. It's back when, you know, whenever you used to, everyone used to have like ringtones. Like it was like actual songs. What's and, a ringtone? Like that. Don't, don't act up. What's that? Don't act up. What is that? What is that? All right, girl. <laughs> but no, I had the, um, the whistle from Kill Bill. Ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is a good example. That, that is, is a creepy. That is it. Like I had that set as my either my ringtone or my text tone or something. And it went off and I was just like, oh shit. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that right there. Mm-hmm. That right there. Oof. Oh god. I used to love that whistle. You would. I think I learned how to whistle from that. I mean, that was a strong whistle you just gave. I am a very good whistler. Some people say I have a Disney whistle. A Disney whistle. All right, you little bird. Right? <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, I'm happy to do it. What was the movie with all the birds that were whistling? Snow White? Snow White? Snow White. Let me know when y'all are ready for Snow Negro. <laughs> Kanye West? <laughs> no, he wouldn't change the name. <laughs> He wouldn't change Do you know what's so funny? Like, the longer Kanye West goes on, he turns into, like, the dude from White Chicks. Oh, God. My Snow White uh, little flake princess. <laughs> I, like, I see him more as Terry Crews' character in oh, that. Go. Don't, don't do Terry Crews like this, honestly. I mean, Terry Crews has a lot to also apologize for. This is, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, I mean, like, they're not the same, but, like... They've they've made some uh they've made some uh, some choice words. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So I said that uh, I was done talking about Kanye West, but Kanye West keeps giving me things to talk about. Uh. So have you seen what one Kanye West is in the news for now? I mean, I know he's. Am I supposed to pick one thing? <laughs> the most recent thing. Are you aware? Um, let's see the most recently egregious thing that he has done as of 3.21 p.m. on October 19th. <laughs> I think it was him saying that George Floyd died. I'm not even going to repeat that. But I'll he say said, it. but, but, I, I'm just, I, I'm not. Okay. I'm I'll not. say it because I brought it up. <sighs> Kanye West, just honestly, just stop talking and keep black people's names out your mouth. He made a statement in an interview with, God, I can't remember who the interview was with. It's uh, Drink Champs. Drink Champs, yes. And I think the interview has since been pulled, but he made a really ridiculous statement saying that George Floyd had died from fentanyl and that they, he said they hit him with the fentanyl, which was, and he said, what, what pissed me off even more about the statements, he said, that Derek Chauvin wasn't even on his neck like that. And I'm like, are you, like, what is the point of this? And so I bring this up just to bring up, like, George Floyd's daughter is suing Kanye for making that claim, making that statement for $250 million, and I hope that she gets every penny of that money. Uh, But it just made me think about, you know, like, the ridiculous claims that, what's his name, Alex Jones was making about the Sandy Hook massacre. I just don't understand... What is the end goal in making these statements when, one, we already know what happened in the situation. We already know what's been proven in the situation. So what is the point of saying, like, let that man rest, let that family be, 
what is the point of making this statement at all? I just don't get it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I I have nothing. I have nothing. You and can't, you, know what? you, you can't, can't make sense out of what is that? You can't make change out of no, no sense. sense. Like, mm-hmm. what are we to do? What am I supposed to do with that? Just dare the ghost of Dorinda visit him, <laughs> or ghost of Dorinda stop visiting him. Like, if that is the case, like I don't know what is causing. I, I it's just ugh. Like, what was he? What was he expecting for someone to say after that? Like, oh, like he just you know uncovered some big mystery or something. Now they know that George Floyd died due to asphyxiation, right? That has been said. It's been proven. There are cameras. Like, what What else is there to be said? So, like, why come out and say, oh, they gave him the fentanyl and that's how he died. They slid him fentanyl. Like, it's just, I don't understand. I don't understand what he was trying to get out of that. But, again, Kanye West is out here Kanye Westing. He keeps giving me reason to hate him. And it's just like, I've, like I said, I gave up on on him a long time ago, but like, this shit is just ridiculous. And I really just hope that, uh, George Floyd's daughter gets her money. That's all. That's all I want to say about that. Jesus, uh, pray. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Harriet. That's all I got. Like, I don't know what else. There's there's nothing else. I'm very RuPaul right now. All I could do is just pray as he's drowning. (laughs) Because that is what it looks like. God. (sighs) All right. Well. Speaking of drowning, friends, lovers and friends, and weirdos and queerdos, uh, I would like to remind everyone that the student loan forgiveness forms are now live, so you may not have to drown in your student debt How anymore. dare y'all get to get money after oh, us hardworking, good, dreadlock dragons over here? <laughs> uh, I'm really happy for everyone that's able to be able to get some money. It's not enough, but I'm glad that this is happening. Yeah. And I think I th- I still hold tight to the idea that more is coming because it seems like he's not done. Mm-hmm. There are obvious promises that he made that he hasn't addressed yet as far as the student loan forgiveness stuff goes. But is this historic? Um, God, I hate this show, historic shit. <laughs> Everybody's like, I am the first. I am the first. <laughs> <laughs> but like, has this happened before where there's been student loan relief like this where you they're so. giving money back is this the first time they've ever done this i think this is the first time that they've ever done this definitely the first time in my lifetime i've not heard of anything like this existing before so i imagine as things this could have been be- oh my god what i feel like i'm devil's advocate over here <laughs> i hope this isn't the first and not the last time i hope that they learn from this experience and as we literally see these prices keep going on do this again yeah Especially given that forgiving the loans that had been taken out already doesn't do anything about the problem. How much was it total in those PPE loans that were forgiven? (laughs) Like, what was the amount of that? I don't know at the end of it, but, like, individuals were getting forgiven for millions of dollars. So, I mean, like, if you're going to do that again, let's do this again. Let's do it the right way. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get in the car, loser. We're relieving debt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you get your application in? Uh, Yeah, I actually was able to get mine in with the beta. So mm-hmm. they had like a beta thing go out like t- 
two or three days before they launched the official thing. Wow, you're really taking this, uh, this 20. Also, I have to say, I love that, like, the reaction to the people using 24 hour bottoming, <laughs> the responses have honestly been hilarious to me. Some people are like, that sounds like heaven. Send me there. And I'm just like, I'm just still uh. like, like, I, it was very funny, but like, doing the captions, I was just cackling every time you said, it's got to stop hurting sometime. <laughs> and I hope, hopefully that's true. <laughs> like real life silly over here. Just dealing with mister for 24 hours. 24 <laughs> hours. Pain don't last always. Heaven is forever. <laughs> child, that took me out every time. Um, so some other good news on behalf of, you know, just my personal life front. Uh, last episode, I talked about how uh, my landlord was uh, presenting me with a new lease, but did not tell me <laughs> if or by how much he was going to be raising the rent. I discovered that he was going to be raising it, and I was basically just shaking in my little boots for a total of uh, three or four days. So in happier news, I got my lease agreement, and he only raised it by $60. And in this time... Look at that. Look at God. God is working miracles. Won't he do it? Because I... <laughs> Ma'am, <laughs> we need you to calm down. <laughs> no, I'm just really excited about it. It's just I'm been hearing nothing but horror stories about people's rent going up, and I learned yesterday uh, through some article. Couldn't tell you. Don't remember what it is. But there is rent setting software out there being used by landlords that specifically seek to remove the human element. And let an algorithm uh, in real-time market data set rent costs. It said that leasing agents have too much sympathy and are too reluctant to raise the rent. So they have this software do it for them. What kind of weird Alex Jones shit is this? I, it, this is something that literally exists and that tons of landlords use. Couldn't tell you. Dear Eric Adams, this is also how well you have failed us. <laughs> but you never cared about us in the first place because so, we all knew what your job was before this. Period. Well, I'm glad that like your rent is going to be of, it should not be raised because whatever. This is owned because by. Because life is expensive. <laughs> but I mean, like, they've already, like, they were locked in. Like, how many other mortgages can you take out on this? You're paying your stuff off. Right. Yeah. Your tenants are paying off this building. Uh huh. So, like, baby, where, what's that? But whatever. What is the increase for? What would it be for? Right. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to just, I'm going to take that little blessing. Hey. And I'm going to run with it. Won't he do it? Won't he? Won't, Won't he will? It. <sighs> I have no segue for this. Okay, jump us into it. But it's now fall. It is fall. You mentioned earlier it's getting darker at 6.30. I hate it. But you know what is great right now? What's that? It's fall anime season. What are you watching? Uh, My Hero Academia is back. Okay. Went off with a bang. They've been a couple episodes in. The newest, creepiest one is Chainsaw Man. So I saw ads for this. What's the tea on that? Like, the, I saw a chainsaw for a head. Yeah. And for arms. Uh-huh. 
Walk me through it. <laughs> I'm I'm very ignorant, so I do not know if this is connected to any folklore okay. of any kind. I'm gonna look it up because you know there's talking. like the yokais are like you know they're essential ghosts, and mm-hmm. so I it, they call these devils. Essentially, they live in a world where there's devils versus humans, and this young dude, as a kid, became friends with this dog devil that had like a chainsaw on it and they became a symbiotic relationship where i think it would when it would be injured it would drink some of its his blood and it would heal himself mm-hmm. so like i'm gonna kind of spoil this but in the first episode is really how this all gets set up so you can get your chainsaw man okay so his dad was part of the yakuza in the show ends up owing them a debt dying and so it passed on to his kid so since this kid was six he's been paying off like a 38 million yen debt Okay. By killing devils. So then he gets sold out to the devil. It's, I'm explaining this terribly. It's actually really, I like it. The animation is cool. The story I'm interested in. Okay. So he ends up being like turned on against by his Yakuza boss because Yakuza boss joins another devil and the devil is mad at him because he's been hunting them. Ends up getting dismembered and then like his little dog devil join they join bodies uh, and that is how he gets becomes chainsaw man got it okay so the synopsis is you have this lovable character like naruto who's living on his own and he's had a very hard life and he's just trying to make it and then something really bad happens to him and then he's finding his way to a better life which everybody loves that type of story i mean that's but it's in this weird so dark shit stories. <laughs> I, it really is it's nothing like wild. i have to fight these demons or become a demon in some way to help out with what's going on. Yeah. yeah. That's like three different animes I'm watching right now at the very least. Like, it's cute. It's cute. I like that. I'd watch that. And then Spy Family is back. Ooh, what's that about? Uh, <laughs> do so, you know? Like, I do, but it's like, I just picked another one that's like convoluted. <laughs> so, <sighs> come on, we simple bitches. Come on. Okay, let me tell it to y'all like y'all are five. Do it, please. <laughs> There's a young girl. The girl gets adopted by a spy. Okay. The girl happens to be psychic, so she can hear thoughts. All right. The spy adopted her because he needs to infiltrate this school by having a kid, so that he their kid can become friends with their target. Oh, damn. I know. And so, Is I mean, he just going to toss her aside when he's done? Stop. Like, <laughs> we got to get through this. Okay. So, also in this world, if you're a single woman, you are also viewed as a threat or risk or spy to businesses. So this woman has now been working as a, a maid, anything, or something like that. And she's now reaching the age where she looks suspicious because she's not married. So then they somehow find out each other and it's like, hey, can you help us be this family? So that's why it's called the spy family. But she is also an assassin. Good Lord. Of course she is. So the thing that she's trying to not be proven as because she's gotten older is the reason why she's married. So they won't think she's an assassin. Sorry, not a spy assassin. assassin. So now it's this weird family where this girl is in this prestigious school. She's also psychic, so trying to, like, not get stressed out like Jean Grey, Mm -hmm. but also have, like, a family. It's Mm -hmm. a really cute story. That's all I got. I just, this, this could get so complicated, because, like, she's psychic. She can, she can hear people's thoughts. But she gets over, she's a kid. 
Right. So, like, when things start getting too weird, like, she can't hear anything. Mm. Like, it's deafening how much, like, she's hearing. Mm Mm-hmm. But like, what about when she's just sitting at home with her spy daddy and her so assassin she knows, mama? She knows. Okay. Ev- I'm sorry. She knows about their lives. Okay. So she knows that she's trying, but she, she, he's also really nice. He's not using her. I mean, he's I think using that might have been. But... A, I mean, he is using her, but it might have been a little bit. But I think he's like growing. Like it's go- they're going to be a family by the end of it. Like we oh, know yeah. how this is. going We know end. how this goes. We know okay. how this is going to end. But she knows that he's trying to like. She's like, I need her to do well so that they can become friends and he'll be invited over. She fucks that up. Oh. And she can feel like, hear him like, oh, how do we do this now? And then like, she also hears about how proud she is, about how proud, proud he is when she like accomplishes things. Mm. So it's just like, oh no. It's no, like even general things, like being a nice person, like she's, they're teaching her good values. It's a good show. Well, it's really cute. Her. It's really, yeah. I mean. Wait, so here's a question. Does, so she knows. Are they not, are our families not using us to fix something in them? Okay, too deep, girl. <laughs> uh, does, does the, does the daughter, the psychic. Yeah. Yeah. Know that the dad wants her to become friends with. Yes. Okay, so she's fully aware of that. Yeah. And she's like actively trying to do that for him. She's actively trying to do that, but she's actively also six. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But she's six, so she doesn't really know what's going down. Like, so like, she, she ends up like is. getting in a fight with that kid, like punching him. Oh well, because he was picking on her. Shouldn't so like the shit. natural things that happen in you know just growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. Things are so, so it's like a cute little family show. Okay. It's Kia. It's Kia. It's Ralka. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> should, should I ask if there's any more or do you want to leave it at those two? Let's <laughs> leave it at that too. Okay. I don't have too much more going on in, in the, in the news today. I do have one thing that I just kind of wanted to get off of my chest. Oh. Um, it is at this point in time, it is, October 19th, um, August 12th, so over two months ago, um, the one and only Queen uh, Beyonce dropped a four-minute teaser video. Oh, girl, don't do it. It's not worth it, girl. Don't do it. I'ma do, do it. I'ma do it. Every time you complain, she pushes it back further. Where are the visuals? <laughs> We will now be getting them in 2024. Thank you. <laughs> I need answers. I just want to know why. Like, why drop this four-minute teaser alluding to the idea that there's all of these videos coming? When? I just want to know. For those of you who are brand new to your standom, I'm just going to just... This is the Lord teaching you to be patient. Mm-mm. This is it. This is, you know, if we can learn to let Beyonce move at her own moment, Lord, let that be an example for us to let you let you move on your own when you do. Not this. Not you preaching. Lord. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> my girl said with one voice, my, my daughter Dorinda, a preacher. <laughs> my daughter Karen can sing the roof off this house. Um, she, She's going to give it to, you, you know, like, as they said, you also need to understand them. That woman is a businesswoman. So when she's going to release that, there will be visuals with Ivy Park. There will most likely be an announcement of some sort of tour. If you're not paying attention, she's been doing pop-up renaissance parties. 
She's just had one in Paris last week. She's had one in LA. She's had one in New York, I believe. So I, you gotta like, like, I'm saying if you're new to the stand up, you gotta start looking at what she's doing. Cause mama doesn't just have parties. When has she ever done that? Pay attention. I think she's probably still filming. Listen, that's all well and good and all that. I want my visuals. <laughs> and as my daddy also, says, wait, people in hell want cold water. You think that she's still, you think that she's still filming them? Who knows? Cause I was just thinking like when we look at the visual that she gave us, that four minute teaser, we get like all of these glimpses at different See, videos. You're also forgetting this is a woman who puts her own money behind herself. That could have all been just from one video. I don't know about that. I do know about that. I do know about that. If this is a woman who's going to pay for a whole movie to be made by herself, I think that could be from one visual. I don't think that's one visual. All of those I different don't know. looks. <laughs> have you met Beyonce? To in all that different hair. Uh, Beyonce and all that different nose Carter. Yes. And all of that. Yes. Blue Ivy would not have it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. Yes. Well, I guess we're going to see, baby girl. Yes. But all I know is... I'm getting impatient. And this is ready also the same see. woman who at her own concerts, at different concerts, has completely new outfits for herself and her dancers to match. Okay. What, uh, so if you see if tons she, of artists that do that. But no, no it's like but like I just feel like sometimes you just want to embarrass me on this podcast <laughs> by the way you have me talking about this woman as if I am Jehovah's Witness going door to door. I mean, you started preaching. You did that all on your own. I just want y'all to get right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, she will get like Balmain, Oscar de la Renta to do her outfit and everyone else. So she's changing it for that one number. Mm -hmm. And it'll be multiple ones. So she will do that for her and 12 other bitches. I know she'll do it for 25 other Beyonce's. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's like, I just, when you need to come up, don't expect anything because when you expect things, you be over here looking like a crackhead. Let her get, let her give what she gives. And when she gives, it is, it's going to do what needed to be motherfucking done. Okay, you had to call me a crackhead, though. Because <laughs> I, too, have been there, but I've been delivered. <laughs> you think I don't want the Formation World DVD? I just... You don't think I want all that? I'm just never going to get it. Never going to get it? Never going to get it. And we have been waiting for things. The last DVD we got was for four. Yeah, it's a long time ago. How many albums? How many concerts? So some of us have been strung out for a while, <laughs> and we have made it to the other side. We've had no choice but to make it to the other side. <laughs> we, she has only told us to wait, and at some point, you can quit swimming upstream and just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, heard you. I can see that you have gone through this before, and you're just looking out for me, friend. Yeah. So thank you. Get right. <laughs> Every time you want it, just go listen to the album. That's why she gave us all those videos where just being black. She said, y'all know y'all crackheads. I gotta need some sort of visual. So, so here is something. So she said, y'all ain't gonna do me like y'all do Rihanna. <laughs> she watched that and said, y'all aren't about to do me. Fine, fine. It's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. I do wanna kinda like, I never, like, advertisements don't really work on me, but I kinda wanna see what is, What's happening over there at Tiffany's? Do they have some cute jewelry? Girl, I don't know. Like I know, like all I think is like that that jewel that that 
Ooh, how do I say this with be, being offensive? Like the Upper East Side white girl with the like the little the little blue bracelet, uh-huh. the Tiffany blue. Yeah, that's what I used to think of it for all the time. So I've I've never really known what their jewelry looks like. Okay, wait, hold on. I just want to take a step back and say you want it to be offensive, and you didn't <laughs> want to be offensive. I didn't. Okay, not, so you're I misspoke. That. <laughs> I misspoke. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over at Tiffany's, but that uh, that little commercial that that she had, uh, that Beyonce had for for Tiffany, uh, one of my voguing teachers was in, which was really cool to see because a long time ago he was like, "Hey, I gotta go do this gig. I'll be back. Uh, I'll let you all know when I'm back." He's just coming back to doing uh, classes either this week or next week. This man's been gone for what feels like two months, yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Sir." I know that check was good. I am sure it was. Speaking of Vogue, mm-hmm. when are what's happening, girl? It's been a minute since you took a class. Well, I just told you why. <laughs> but you've been having other pl- replacements. Okay, so I took classes with three different people, mm-hmm. and then I was doing the open to all courses. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen them post about doing those courses in months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was taking classes with Leomi. She went off and I'm assuming shot another season because uh, she hasn't been doing classes either. Mm. And then Malik went on tour with Saucy Santana. Mugler? Uh-huh. Uh, he's like the, he. I will say he's my main when it comes to going to classes. He, I so love this is classes. your, so he's this the one is your poly situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's your top Donna. That's my primary. <laughs> uh, no, he went off and, and has been in a ton of stuff. He went on tour with Saucy Santana and was in this Beyonce video and all this stuff. So he's mm-hmm. both been busy. And then the other only other person was Monster. And I haven't seen Monster. Monster, I haven't seen him post anything on social media recently. And he had been talking about moving. I don't know if that happened or not. But I've seen him pop up in like the open to all the OTA balls. So I'm just waiting for hmm. one of the four ways I was taking classes to start up again. <laughs> Maybe get someone that's not as big. But then, like, who do you want to learn from? Exactly. Like, I don't want to learn just from anybody. Right? I get that. I get that. And, like, I was learning from people that actually exist within the community because there's lots of people that quote-unquote teach Vogue and they don't know what they're doing, you know, nothing about the culture. So, like, that's why I haven't been doing it. Sometimes I look really fierce. I don't know how to do it, but like if I hit like the Macarena in the right moments, not this. I look like I'm giving. No, and it would not be a chop. Just hit the Macarena real fast, and you're giving. No, but like add a little, add a little spice to it. But you know what? You know, I think I may have to like look for some some of these again because I think Monster has been doing his classes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just gonna ignore all that. Um, <laughs> He's going to mow that right on down. Mm. No, because I work with someone who's been going to Monsters classes. I'm, I'm going to see if she's been still consistently going to them because I haven't heard about her going to any of the classes either. So I don't know if they're still – I don't know if Monsters specifically are still happening or not, but I know the others haven't been. And we will let you know when because we're still waiting for Miss Jax Chillmonger to walk. Yes. And it's been uh, – I don't always get no ways tired. <laughs> the reason I haven't been able to walk – uh, is because my work schedule changed. And so the nights that I would go to OTA, I would have to work very early in the morning the next day. And some of those OTA balls will be going late, 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 late. 
I'm talking, I get home, have about half an hour to sleep, and now I have to get back up to go to work. So I'm currently in the process of changing my work schedule. Mom, I heard one of their drinks will give you wings. Mm -hmm. That's great. I want <laughs> sleep. <laughs> have you thought about wings? <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about wings lately? Well, girl, we're waiting for that moment. I will let you know when I'm popping off. Pop off, wig. Pop off. Oh, hello? Yes, yes, this is the waiting line for Beyonce's visuals. Yeah, she'll just have to keep waiting. Thank you so much for calling, though. Just can I put you on hold? Don't take too Please welcome Harriet Tuxman to the stage for a spoken word performance. I have no time for imbecile retards from the Squirt app. Justice slut in particular needs psychiatric help fast. Oscar89 needs a box of tissues to wipe her tears away for fuck's sake. The list goes on. Bunch of misfits. The yesterday machine will fix you. <laughs> I do not take advice from idiots. Go fuck yourselves is all I can say. That lot should never be given position of trust within the LGBTI community based on their disgusting behavior. I'd rather trust a rattlesnake. I'm looking for fisting tops and water sport tops. Well, thank you for that um, lovely reading. Um, first, what is the Squirt app? I don't know. Is and this was written on a scruff profile. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair. Fair. Uh, I mean, it's if it if I had to guess, it sounds similar to um, Squ um squirt. Sniffies. I was supposed to say squirtle, <laughs> squirtle, <laughs> sniffies. Mm, no, sniffies. I don't see stuff like this. I mean, the worst I've really seen on there. Not saying I use it. Um, the worst yeah. I've seen on it is someone is just like will not respond unless there's a face photo in your profile. And it just seemed like, okay, well, that's odd. But that's, that's odd to say in a sea of butts and penises. Right. Choices. Butts, penises, and front holes. Like, that's really weird to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you have to be some kind of mad to start listing people's usernames and saying just, like, what your issue with them is. Go move on. I just wonder, like, isn't this supposed to be for Facebook? Where you post all that stuff, right? Like that's, I mean, I, you dragging somebody on a on a hookup app? Like I don't get it. But my favorite is like they say all this and like this is in their what I do section, and then like what they're looking for. The next one is like I want to be fisted and I want to be pissed on. I'm like, uh, okay, that's kind of random based on the five paragraphs you just gave above. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I thought, I thought this was just like your, you know. 
yourhelp.com and you were just there venting to your therapist. Honestly, like I was thinking that, you know, you're going to have a long list of maybe requirements or a long list of, you know, like, hey, this is the kind of person I am and this is what I'm looking for based off of all of the things that you clearly are not looking for and the things you don't want. But you know what? Maybe just being straight to the point. I want this. I want that. And these people suck. Speaking of people who suck, um, right. remember last week we talked about the cops, like, would you date a cop? Uh-huh. I was looking back through one of my profiles and one of them was, so for y'all, I have, um, this lovely magnetic, uh, internet presence where I usually attract a lot of these interesting people. Mm-hmm. And so one of them I have read and I'm going to find out which one was a cop. And it was one of like those straight acting weird ones. And like I looked in, I looked in his photo and I I was just like going through trying to find this one. And I saw he had like his ear thing and I could see like on the left hand side was like the top of like the little police. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to find out which one it was. You were almost. No, that would have never hooked up. No, it was one of those idiot profiles. Oh, got it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, Mama, I'm not responding. <laughs> I, I've seen how to survive in horror stories. And mm. best place in this one, never respond. Just don't. Uh, speaking of horror stories, I meant to mention this uh, before. American Horror Story, New York City, I think comes out today. Mm. What is the last American Horror Story you watched? Uh, Roanoke. Roanoke was good. I liked Roanoke. Roanoke was good. Yeah. No, that's not true. Which one was before Roanoke? What was the the Lady Gaga one or Roanoke? I can't remember which. The one. Lady Gaga one was Hotel. Was that before Roanoke? I think that was after Roanoke. I watched Roanoke, then I went back and watched Hotel. So I watched those two. Hotel was technically the last one I watched. Roanoke was the latest season I've watched. Oh, no, Roanoke was after Hotel. Oh, word. It was right after Hotel. So for some reason, people have an obsession with Freak Show, and I really do not get it. The way that, like, Angela Bassett was the star of Coven, and then you gave her three titties, and she barely had any interest in that. I was like, no, ma'am. Yeah. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Will you table Angela Bassett in my book? I don't understand. She's in a TV show now. I think it's Fire Force 911. Just 911. That's it. 311. 411. They change in every country. The emergency number. And like, I didn't think about that till the first time I went to another country. I was like, hmm. (laughs) I have no idea what to call an emergency. (laughs) I have no idea how to call if I need help. (laughs) I'm very interested to see what the plot of new york city is going to be i'm assuming they're going to go with like club scenes and club kids and something creepy happening during all of that but i really Um, don't know i don't know i'm gonna watch it i'm i like get back i don't get back to me i don't know that i've watched i actually i have never seen hotel i think hotel is the only one i haven't seen holiday hotel this is a heartbreak oh god wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I love that holiday heartbreak hotel song. <laughs> Let's make a shit up. Um, all right, why don't we jump into some questions? Yeah. All right, so I have a question, a singular, and then I have someone who's looking for advice. Mm, did you give him my rate? 
My room? Sounds like no. <laughs> uh, which one would you like to start with? Which one could be fun? Let's get the question out of the way first. Okay. <laughs> um, how do you feel about black people that use the term BBC? Um, hmm. That's a great question. Um, first, I'd like to thank the panel of judges. <laughs> uh, in your own, I believe if you are identifying yourself, you are more than welcome to do it because it's your your life, your choice. Mm-hmm. I can't say that anyone who refers to themselves as a BBC has ever interacted with me. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just like saying who they're into. Saying who they're into? It sounds like they could be into white dudes. Oh, ooh, interesting. I never really thought. So, about like, that. I've never, as I said, no one who, who's ever hit me up, in, like, in my, these profiles that were black had ever usually had BBC in it. Now, I have seen dudes do that. Uh huh. But you figure um, they're not looking for. I don't feel like they're looking for me because, like, when have you heard that from another black person? <laughs> I never really. It's always about in that. reference to themselves, like in a right. funny way, like you know, if they were like, like I come across plenty of Twitter accounts where they're like, oh, I've got a, I've got a BBC, and I'm ready to whatever, whatever, whatever. I think but that I that never is really filling attention in a, to who they're looking for. I feel like they're filling a fantasy. Oh, that's that's how I've always viewed it. So for me, uh, you know, before having that uh, perspective, it. I mean, I guess my perspective is is similar to that. And in that, if I see someone refer to themselves as having a BBC, or I would think that they're okay with fetishizing themselves and being looked at as a fetish. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's a hard stop. No. I can't say yes or no, because I've just never had that experience. I would be looking very twice at it, being like, girl, what? Right, like... There has, like, my thought is, like, what is behind that, right? Like, why are you okay with essentially racially fetishizing yourself? In my mind, in this beautiful mind of mine, that's amazing. I have the best mind. The best mind. Um, mm-hmm. Forget stuff all Because the time. I feel like I, I am now put that when it's used from someone of color. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm, like, telling secrets. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of clue words in some of these profiles that I feel like who you're going like how do I say this say it say however you gotta say it there are some people looking for generous donors sure uh-huh. so everybody has a prize uh-huh. so if this is something like and I can't shame someone like you know run that motherfucking money get them in that pocket run them pockets so like if this is what you're using to attract a certain person and you may not say that you're looking for generous donors but like you see who you're hooking up with mm-hmm. like there's games sometimes happening so that is what I am saying oh, a lot of times wow Okay. And then I do think sometimes they are sexually into white men, so they like putting that in there because it creates that space where, like, if this is what you want, coming in, it. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's how my I've seen it. Oh, that I hate that. I hate that for us as a whole. Like, 
why do you I, I hate that someone would feel like they have to do that just to get the attention from the guys that I would say they think they want. You know what I mean? Because like, why would you willingly put yourself in that position for the attention of some guy? Why not just find someone who appreciates you as the full human that you are, as opposed to the dick that you have? Right. Or I having don't to think put that those are mutually exclusive. Walk me through it. Well, just because, like, I mean, I think that's hard to say that, you know, just because they make that statement that they don't love and respect the rest of their body. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, for them, if this is, I, I, like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm defending them. But I, but I believe they should, they should be able to say how they want to describe themselves. Sure. And if that is what they, that body part that they want attention to, uh-huh. then that is their choice. I hear that. I'm not, I'm never going to take somebody's choice away from them. And like, it's definitely 100% their choice if that's what they want to do. But also understand like the, everything that surrounds it. Like, you know, being a, being a, a black man, knowing, knowing that it's very easy for you to be fetishized for your dick size, for your skin color, for, you know, numerous amounts of things. Why willingly, allow it right but there's there and this is the the i guess the real question at the end of it is like there are black people out there that are okay with being fetishized like i have met black men what very oh god here you go (laughs) very like in the know right understands the culture understands the decisions that we make and the domino effects that they create in the world that's going on around them mm-hmm. that still enjoy things like race play in bed. And I'm just like, if you, how can you be so well educated on the topic? How can you be so in a space where like, you know what's going on and you still feel comfortable like, do you feel like because you're allowing it that you have more control in the situation? Or like, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I think it could be all of the above. I feel like, you know, that's been a space of like, not self-conversation, but like reflection of this world and sometimes how you view you, how how it's viewed, even regardless if you have a say or not in that. So maybe there is a bit of power in if I'm going to be viewed this way, then I'll do it. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is not something that is ever right. Like we can't really speak on mind, that. But... but like, I'm just trying to hypothesize. Like, if I felt that way, what in my life could contribute to that? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, if that's something, if, if I don't know. I've always had like I've talked about this. I think a lot of fetishes fetishes come from trauma. Right. Um, so maybe that's also someone else working out trauma. Oh well. I don't want to know how that's working out for them. I don't know. <laughs> Call in, let us know. <laughs> Send us an email, let us know. No, I just the only reason I brought this question up because you know, I'm scrolling through Scruff and I see him cute guys, and I'm like, oh, I tap on it, I'm reading their profile, and I got maybe I think three guys in a row where they put BBC in their profile. And I'm like, I would never 
never put that on my profile. And black was in like, they put black as their ethnicity. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. It didn't make sense to me. Hmm. Um, so I thought that that was a, a, a good question to ask. I don't know, girl. I don't know either, girl. I just, I, well, actually, I do know. It's not for me. Like, I couldn't, I don't know why it's. Also, like, I don't think, the, uh, whatever. I don't know. I'm always that person that, like, terms wouldn't mean, terms could always be used if it hadn't been for the whiteness touch of things. Exactly. So, like, I don't really, in itself, is like, it is describing a person who's black. Right. And that's a big Cock. But also, but also cock. also cock, also cock, <laughs> also cock. So I'm just like, why? Like I just felt weird saying cock, <laughs> and I almost said big black dick, like BDD, BDB, BDD, BDB, BDB, So I don't know. I don't know. It's like that. That word is is in it, and like, of course, there's. It's the connotation. But there's also, like, and to think about it, like, I, I can't say I disagree with it. And this also sometimes feels a little bit like the conversation when it goes to intergenerational around the word uh, using nigga. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like we created nigga. It's not like BBC was created by us. Uh-huh. But if people maybe see it that they're reclaiming it, I can't really argue against that if that's their point. I'm going to start asking questions. I can't argue with that because, like, at that point, like, I, I wouldn't do it, but, like, I'm... I'm not going to tell you not to reclaim it. Please reclaim if it. If that's what you... Uh, if no, you find is, power in that... Hey, g- get your power, girl. Get it. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, like, it's hard for me to speak against it if that is how they're choosing to do it when the same conversation be around, like, when it comes to, like, my grandfather and our, and me, we have completely two different ways of the word nigga is used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So what's this other question? Was this the advice one? No. Oh, so is this the fun question? The one that's coming up is the, it's more fun. It's more fun. It's not right. fun, but it's funner than the other it's, one. I mean, it's, it's someone who needs some advice. This one was just like, girl. Oh, hold on. Let me pour me some wine before. No, this will be this will be okay. This will be fine. I, I promise you. So okay. So uh, let's let's give this person a name. Uh, I'll let you come up with a name. Do they identify? Uh, whatever. We're gonna call them Fox. Fox. Okay. So let me get to it. Because I've gotten, I've been in communication with the person, so I have like bits and pieces. So let me see if I can, if okay, I can put it all mind. together. This is moment has been brought to you by BDBs, <laughs> big black dicks. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that right. would take. I feel like if they put BDBs in there, that would be like a sign, like hey. I'm looking for. That would be a little bit be like, hey, I'm into black dudes who like big black dicks. I'm also just gonna just correct you one time. BDBs. <sighs> say it. Say it slow. B. Uh huh. D. You don't see an issue with that. B. Uh huh. Oh shit. There you go. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> they got McGow again. <laughs> BBDs. <laughs> you just, uh, girl, it's fine. It's fine. PD, PD, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Edit that out, Petey. Petey, edit it out. All right. So Fox sent us a message. BBD. Looking for some advice. Says, at my current job, I was working full time at the, at the job and as a part-time nanny, living for free in New York City. And they were doing that for the last six months. Mm-hmm. Soon, uh, the family that she was nannying for was going to be moving. And she knew if she didn't find a place to live by August, that she would have to go. She was interviewing for new jobs, never uh, was offered a position. And after the last denial, she put in her two weeks at her current job. Her manager at that job put her aside and said, hey, what's going on? It looks like you're going through some stuff. And they pulled some strings. She transferred to working with the same company, just in another location, part-time. Inspired by the consistent rejections, she wanted to say fuck it to that job altogether and work for herself as a farmer. She said it sounded odd at first, but then things started to fall into place after having not fallen into place for the past six months. So fast forward uh, a month of being working part-time for this for this other job and hating everything about it. She hated having to clock in and being stuck in a building, and she just wants to be outside and be a farmer. So her question for us is, do I jump? Do I take the leap and become a full-time farmer right before the winter season, or do I duke it out and continue working here for a couple months and wait it out? What would you do? So it sounds like she's working for a job that she doesn't want to work for, and she Is has, she still nannying? She's not nannying anymore. Okay. Uh, so she couldn't continue nannying because that so she was they na- were moving. Let me see if I follow this. Okay. She was nannying, mm-hmm. living with that family. Correct. While she was also nannying, <laughs> while she was also working full time for another company. So she had a full time and a part time job. Correct. The full time job was working for another company. The part time was the nanny. Mm-hmm. Lost the nanny job. Lost the nanny job. Could not afford to live in New York City because she was living with those people. Yeah. Could not afford it with her other job. So she's moved. So she's moved. She's now in Texas. Uh huh. Works part time for the same company, company that she worked for, just in a different and state. And working full time as a farmer. Part time as a farmer. Part time as a farmer. Mm-hmm. So what she wants to know should she just get rid of this other job altogether? And be a full-time farmer, never having really known much about that, just knowing that she's really enjoying it. Does she take the leap, let go and let God, or does she stick to something that's giving her consistent paychecks and that she knows? Ooh, I mean, I don't know if I'm the person to answer this because I like to feel comfortable when I am, if I were to do something like that. So comfortable means to me that I at least have enough savings for a year to make sure that I can get things going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I really think like as much advice as you want, I think the best advice is, is what do your finance, finances dictate. Mm-hmm. Uh, if growing during winter is volatile, then I probably would stick through that job and just up the, how high I am at work mm-hmm. and keep it moving until like the new season comes. I stack some money and can take that leap. Yeah, and so that's another thing that she mentions is when she transferred to the other location, she took a demotion. So she went from a a more elevated position to a more uh, base level position and went from full-time to part-time. Yeah. But she says, she said, I have a really large financial goal in the future that's keeping me working for this company. 
but faith is saying go and you will see the money that you need to buy the land that you need to be a full-time farmer i i have um after covid it's been my experience nba never be broke again mm, i love that so my goal, I would say, like, we, in this economy, it's very hard for people. I, I, it's very hard, I think, even for myself to say, take that risk. Mm -hmm. The inflation is crazy. We have no idea what's happening in this world. Like, I would say, kind of suck it up and then maybe look, re look at look at January mm -hmm. and February and be like, maybe this is, let me get through at least the hardest time of the year financially for people and then dip out. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, this is we're about to step into the hardest financial portion of the year. Uh so that's important to keep in consideration. I I'm inclined to kind of say let let that job go if you're not happy. Like if you're not happy working there and you're constantly just thinking about wanting to get out, I am confident that you will find something else that makes you happy, at least in the interim, before you can go full-time as a farmer. Like, maybe figure out what the steps look like leading into you becoming a full-time farmer. But what it, what it really sounds like to me is you hate where you're working currently. Yeah, could this farmer farming be anything else? Right. Like, say you were working at a bowling alley, and it's just not that job. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, you love this job. Should you open up your own bowling alley because, like, you hate this job? Right. So, like, make sure that it's not just because you dislike this job. Right. Now, like, you, Fox, you mentioned you love being outside, and you are enjoying doing the gardening work that you're doing, and you want to just be a full-time farmer. I, it sounds like there's two separate things happening to me. It's one, you hate where you're working, and two, you also have these aspirations of being a farmer. I would say, one, how much is the farming gig paying you right now? Two, what resources do you have at your disposal right now where if you were to let go of this other job, do you have people or other resources that can float you until you even at least just get another job that you're at least a little bit more, at least happier with before the full realization of becoming a farmer can come to pass, right? You mentioned that you have like a big financial goal. We didn't get really any specifics on that. I would love to know exactly what that is and what that means and if there's a due date around that. Because if there's dates attached to these things, that's going to change my answer completely. But also talk to other farmers. You're talking to like two people who I have killed every plant I have ever owned. <laughs> like, I, I think the also part is talk to the talk to your community that is in the job you're trying to go in. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Like, talk to them and see what is it like? What are things to look for? Is it be like, you know, they all at some point probably may... If I'm thinking this is right, you know, they made that jump at some point. So ask them, you know, what are the pitfalls to not do? Maybe some of them wish that they would have incrementally made, you know, farming their part full time job while mm -hmm. scaling down their part time. Yeah. So going from 20 hours of work that they did now 10 hours and 10 hours five and then they stop. So like 
there are other ways that you can, I feel, safely get to where you want to go where you're not also jeopardizing yourself and putting yourself in financial straits. Yeah, and I think that's that's the biggest thing, especially um, you are in a really good position right now to do a lot of research, right? You are You have a foot in the door with farming right now because you're doing it part-time, but you also have a different job that is also stable that is providing you with income right while you are doing your farming gig you know like harriet said ask questions do research be active about it before just taking the leap like you can take the leap but you can be educated about how you jump yeah and also looking i mean i'm not saying you haven't done that but i i I know that weirdly enough there's a lot of rules around farming in this country they pay some people in some areas to not farm so that other corporations can have like so like also look to see what what things that you can't do and also there may might be a grant for you so mm-hmm. look at all of your options and I feel like this is a, a way bigger decision because of the industry you're getting into than I think you might mm-hmm. not have envisioned as much right and I feel like there's there's a lot of people that say oh just take the leap just take the leap just take the leap and I feel like there's I feel like none of those people are really going into it completely blind, right? They're trying to be inspiring and say, oh, you, you know, you really should go and do the thing that you want to do. You know, if, if money were no, you know, obstacle or whatever, what would you, what would you do with your life? Honey, that'd be a whole different planet. Girl. I hate when people say that. Bitch, that's not where we are. That's not where we are. That's money is everything. Um, and especially knowing and, and, uh, so Fox is, Fox happens to be a black woman. Word Fox. Um, and Come so, on, Queen Sugar. <laughs> very that, though. Fucking Queen Sugar. God. Um, but no, uh, under, also understanding that, like, you are a black woman getting into this industry and wanting to take this leap. Like, understand that you're a black woman and this industry tried to take this leap, right? Like, the people that have the ability to just go and take this leap and not really worry about the consequences too much typically white people so like just keep that in mind you're like i said before you're in a perfect position to you have access to doing the research right now Mm -hmm. you're doing the work right now so i'm sure you are talking to other people within the industry get that knowledge from them before making the leap because you can you know some people some people don't have that right Mm. some people just want to jump into something and they don't they don't know anything about it or they haven't really been working in it at all you're in a position where you you do have that as a resource. What part of Texas? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Well, Fox, if you're listening to this, my family's in Texas. So if you go you go big and you start that farm, let us know so I can pass it on. We can promote you and get you some uh, shoppers. Yeah, I want to know what your farm is. Or figure out, yeah, figure out where they can get your stuff. Yeah. Send us on his own. Hey. Yeah. Well, yeah, pickles. I love pickled. I actually like is I don't eat it a lot, but I love pickled items. Really? I do. Like what? Not like, okay, so the easiest one are the butter pickles. Okay. Those I could smash. But like, I love like pickled okra, green beans, mm. carrots, and, and I love the more flavorful they are. Mm-hmm. Work. I don't really like pickled pickles that much, but I love everything else that's pickled. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just it's like Hot Pockets. I had too many. <laughs> Got it. All right, Fox. Well, I hope this has been helpful. I think the overarching theme here is never be broke again. NBA. 
and do do the research if you, do the research if you have access to the resources to do the research. Yes, cool. MBA BBD. I just need to prove I can say it right. <laughs> God. So should it be in BBA or just NBA? NBA. Okay, we'll keep it as simple. Yeah. All right. MB squared A. Oh, hello. Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi. Yes. And we are back. You got you got to start warning me when you're gonna be picking up this phone. Sorry, it's my part-time job. <laughs> the company really couldn't afford an automated system, so it's me. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that should be really funny to call in and think you're talking to an automated person, and there's just someone on the other line listening. Say habla en inglés, tres, dos. It's like I feel like it said it wrong. Did it say it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> to speak to a human, press five. I think you have pressed five. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, do you, uh, my dear, have an agree to disagree for us this week? Agree to disagree. Do you think Marvel movies are better than DC movies? Do I? Think Who's better at the movies? I'm going to um, currently say that Marvel has been better about building their universes. They've been better about advertising their stories. Like, I can't even really think of too many DC movies. How recent are we talking? Today. Today, I can't even really think of too many DC movies that have been amazing. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Drag her, Monique. Like, I mean, like the Batman movies were good, but, you know, those aren't terribly recent. The Joker movies were, or the Joker movie. Movie? Did you think that was good? No, that's what I was about oh. to say. Like the Joker movie was okay. I think you have things like Suicide Squad and, and all that. That I, I enjoyed Suicide Squad. There's been two of those. Yes. I enjoyed the second one. The first one was weird. Yeah, so I enjoyed the second one. But, like, it, it's really taking me a lot to really re even remember what movies there were to even reference. And I think that says enough. But I think that's a part of, like... For a long time, I used to like pit them each other in a way because they didn't have a cinematic universe. Mm -hmm. And then I was kind of like, they really don't need one. And like, if in I find uh, this is separately, I find like getting into like DC comic books to be very convoluted and hard to get into mm -hmm. because like they a lot of times are not talking towards each other. Where even in Marvel comic books, is that some lines aren't directly involved whatever is like the event that's happening right now it's avengers versus x-men no avengers versus x-men versus the eternals mm -hmm. 
And that's only affecting... I know, the Avengers and the X-Men are on the same side versus, versus the, the Eternals. Eternals. But it was okay, I was like, in a what? way that I was also very fucking confusing. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is this like a WWF match and this is like a battle royale? <laughs> Tables, ladders, and chairs. So like, but the the comic books all will like somehow like, even in the shows, how they do reference things. They won't be like tied into the event, but they'll be like... So and so, and then they'll have like in the corner as seen in AVX number one Judgment Day three. So like it references something that happened, but it's not part of the title. We're uh -huh. like DC doesn't really do that for the most part. Okay. So like Batman is over there just fucking around being Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman is over there and Themyscira in the universe being Themyscira being herself, and like they usually don't cross over into each other's titles unless it's like a thing. Justice League. Yeah. And maybe correct me. I have read way less. So I say all that to say is that like, I, I see all their movies kind of individually. Mm -hmm. And however, the Marvel movies are nice. I rewatch most of the anime, the DC movies more than I do Marvel movies. Really? Yeah. So like, what are some DC titles that you rewatch or that you would always say, Oh, like this is a, this is like a one to watch. This is great. I like watching the Wonder Woman one. The first one. The first one. Okay. <laughs> um, and the second, the, the 1984 wasn't bad. It just was like, that should have been a third or fourth movie. I wasn't with it. It should, it was like, it was kind of nice because like, it was acknowledging that one, like Wonder Woman deals with a lot of magic. Mm -hmm. And so it was nice to see that happening, but I thought that there could have been, a little bit more with like the Greek god side of things. I, right. I think I've I've talked to you this before, but I, I there was a run at one point where it was officially known that uh, Wonder Woman was trying to protect this girl who was the daughter of Zeus, and Hera was trying to get her or something mm -hmm. like that. That is where it was really fun, and I would have loved to have seen that 1984 go that route versus what we got. I don't really know what that was. Exactly. That's was like you said it wasn't bad. I'm like, was what it magic? Was it? Well, there was magic. The thing that he found, and, sure, and and but then it turned into a satellite. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. And then I've I honestly really like watching that the Zack Snyder cut. I still haven't watched that. It's a really good. This I know this is gonna sound like an oxymoron, but it's a really good go to bed movie. Girl, what? <laughs> it's really good, but like, I like, like, I, I like watching things to go to bed. So like, I love rewatching things. Uh -huh. And like, I'll watch the beginning, fall asleep, then I'll wake the next night, I'll start where like, I think I fell asleep, and then just like keep putting it together, and it's real cute. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I hear that. I can't do that with TV. Per, me personally, but I know that a lot of people do. I want to watch All the of the Snyder Christian Bells. All the what? The first two Christian Bell movies. The third one was really kind of sad with Heath Ledger. Oh, the Batman movies. Oh, wait, sorry. First and three. I skip the second one sometimes. Okay. I um, rewatch those all the yes, time. Yes, those. And yeah, so like Batman, like I said before, Batman, the Batman movies, loved those. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm being Bane for uh, Halloween. <gasps> Spoiler alert. Uh, girl. <laughs> I'll post a picture of me in my Bane costume when it's all done and ready. Suicide Squad 2, I've watched that a lot of times. Suicide Squad 2, I really did enjoy. But again, I'm talking like... This Harley is... Quinn, the Birds of Prey movie, I've watched a couple of times. You didn't like that one? Didn't watch it. <gasps> oh. 
It's really good. We'll watch it. We'll watch it's it. It's really good. But again, I feel like stacked up against all of these Marvel movies, I still think that I would probably lean more into the Marvel movies than the than the DC ones. Yeah. And I'm like, I've loved the DC ones. I get ones. it, but I... I love I, how yeah. dark and brooding they are. But I feel like that's all it gives sometimes. Batman. 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 But I feel like that's all it gives sometimes. And I, I need more than that. Like, they're always so serious. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like... I'm far more interested in the single stories of the DC universe than I am Marvel. Okay. Like, I would love for Amanda Waller to have her own show, which I know you have no idea who that is. Yeah, you're saying names at me. I don't know who that is. Amanda Waller is this powerless black woman who traditionally in the comic books was always drawn as a fuller-figured woman, and she was the one who started Suicide Squad. Oh. That was her brainchild initiative that was for the government, Mm -hmm. where you would send in villains. And she was this don't-fuck-with-me personality, knew who Batman's identity was for the longest, and, like, just let it, like, like that type of person to hold things to her chest until it's useful to her. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. And they have, like, all these, like, Constantine, the, the, I think, what's his name, um... The Sandman is also part of the DC universe. Oh, Sandman is. So, like, I feel like they have a lot more characters that are way more interesting that I would actually like to see movies come out where I feel like now I'm like, the movies, this Marvel Cinematic Universe was good, Mm -hmm. but their comic books are now doing way better than the actual movies. And, like, the TV series are doing way better than their movies. Because we get a little bit more developed time with him. Yeah. So, like, I, I think... So, I'll say I, this. I hear what you're saying. I don't know. And I, I agree with the idea that I have... I'm much more interested in the specific characters involved in DC. Aside from, like, Spider-Man and the X-Men. I might change whenever they come into board. X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. When they start getting into the actual characters who people care about, and I said it. And I don't think that you're wrong for saying it. Like, there there are so many characters that I don't care about at all anymore, like Iron Man and... And, and it's weird that those characters <sighs> have become, Man, like, like mascots for the incel groups and, like, for, like, the weird... Ooh toxic masculinity it's kind of like i'm i'm glad that they were sunset like that mm-hmm. needed to end it's like all right this era is over i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm, well, i mean what's mm-mm. on what's what's coming up for marvel what's the next cycle because there's a bunch of stuff that's coming out soon well a bunch of stuff that got pushed but that should be coming out you know i'm gonna look this up real quick i think it's secret invasion okay so basically marvel is just taking like the big tie-in series and they just made all of these like movies right it's it's very that so we're on what they're the phase four i think is what we're on for for the mcu yeah i think it's secret invasion will be coming out next i think they have six phases so far so actually what i want to know about is phase five so what is what is happening what are the movies lined up for phase five oh phase five me like Ant-Man and the Wasp, I could care less. More Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, no, no, no. Or... I'm going to care about that. That's where we're going to see Kang is making, I think, his entrance in Oh, that okay. One. I'm back in. And I already said, <laughs> baby. I know he has no ass, but I'm going to work with it. Oh, did you see the Creed 
uh, trailer? I have not. Mama, I'm bringing my lotion. It is Michael B. Jordan versus Jonathan Majors. Oh, and they Jesus. are both ripped and cut in this movie. I'm going to need you to... It's going to be Fifty Shades of Grey. I feel like those movie theaters are going to have so many zucchinis oh, everywhere. No. Just just used and laughed. These poor movie workers. So Okay, so I was an usher at a movie theater for... During that time? Basically of, uh... four years. And... I was just talking to to my roommate about this last night about when um, Cloverfield came out and like people were like throwing up in the in the theater because of the how how it was shot. Um, how was it shot? It's all shot on handheld camera. Oh, nothing steady. Didn't watch it. Um, yeah, you can miss it. Uh, you but, never see what it is, right? Huh? You never see what it is. No. Well, that is a fucking movie blue ball. <laughs> but you were saying. So I, being being an usher for so long, I know that <laughs> if there's a people vegetable will, left over, people will be jerking off in this theater, and people will just leave condoms behind. And I just, I just feel bad for them. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I just saw a screenshot and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Hello, hello, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. hello. it's me. Hello, how are you? <laughs> oh, we're getting another Captain America movie, The World Order. Oh, that's with the new one. That's uh-huh. with um Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like I'm also I'm getting a little fatigued with Marvel. I'm getting fatigued. Yeah, I kind of it's getting to be a lot, and you're exp- and. And it's like tiring sitting there trying to guess what kind of what Easter egg, what should, what's been in here that's gonna give away to what should be happening. You have to be looking at everything. Like sometimes, I love that I knew that this Robert Patterson movie was it. Mm, okay, I didn't have to sit there and think about things. I knew that this was gonna be a one and done. I don't know. Like, I feel like for the MCU specifically, that's part of the fun of it. So it's like either you like that kind of thing or you don't, right? Like, you're always going to have those people that really want to stay to the end of the movie, the end of the credits to see what's happening. I particularly enjoy that kind of stuff. So maybe that's another reason that I'm more inclined to to the the MCU than the the DCCU. It's not that I don't <laughs> like it. It's just tiring. I mean, they've been doing it for so long at this point. It's just like, and then when it they, feels very drag race. And then you don't do it, that irritates me even further. It's like, all right, now that I was expecting this and you're not giving me what I wanted, fuck off. Yeah, I get it. I and get Netflix it. And does it's just it. been constant. Netflix does it, which is why you sit up there and wonder why you have watched an entire season and you have to be up at work at 5 a.m. and it is 4.59. <laughs> because they give you the tiniest little morsel at the end so that way that you keep wanting mm-hmm. to watch the next episode. I mean, like, so it's like, in general, it's just a very tiring mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of it. And multiple. it's not just Marvel, but they are big. She mad, mad. Is this, is this your hot take? <laughs> it's a big offender of me. All right, so it sounds like it sounds like we disagree, mm-hmm. but I will say that I do have a bigger interest in just the general characters of DC over Marvel at this point, aside from the X Men. Yeah, like I don't never need a Batman or a Superman movie okay. ever. Like if I never, if the next time I'd like to see one is in twenty years, mm-hmm. that would be good enough time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Did they ever do a Teen Titans movie? Oh. Uh, I wouldn't want that. No, why not? I wouldn't want it. Why not? I don't know. Okay. Because it's Teen Titans and like, it, I don't like things that are for teens. That's fair. I mean, honestly, I. And would... I've seen what you watch. I know you do. Wow. <laughs> Okay, um, drag me for filth. Um, when I come in and I see you're watching one of them like these, I'm like, he's watching a show that's for teens. I can't. You even can't say even argue with me. I that. can't. You can't argue with me on like, that. Like, my roommate clocked me the other day. He was looking at a bunch of stuff on Netflix, and he stopped on. Oh god, I can't even think of the name of the the show, but it's very clearly like the characters are all teenagers. It's meant for teens to watch. And he stops on it. I was like, oh, I saw that. Oh, I, I really want to watch that. There's something really interesting about this. And he was just like, before you even said anything, I was saying in my head, I knew you would like this. I was like, all right, cool. It's fine. I like my little teen dramas. Some of them are interesting. Most of them just involve like magic and shit. And that's really all I'm interested in. So for, before you ever open your mouth again to drag anime storylines... Who dragged an anime storyline? You're just like, that sounds very anime. Because it is. And then you watch the same things that are always the same things. It's always a love tryst between two girls with this one person. He's usually some sort of demon and none of them should really be with him. Nope. None of the things I watch have any of that. Oh, you're saying that now. I'm saying that and I'll continue Roll the to footage. say it. Roll the tape. Roll what tape, roll girl? The tape. You can't say that roll there's the no, tape. Ta- no tape to roll. Pull up Netflix now. Let's go through and see what this... Go ahead. It may not be the story, but okay. I know that Netflix has the image. It is going to be the two girls and the one guy. And I already know that there's going to be some sort of love triangle. The last thing that I watched that had anything like that, and I think it was the only thing that I've ever watched that had that, was mm. The Vampire Diaries. And that was the literally the only show that involved something like that that I've watched. Didn't you just finish watching that? Months ago. Months ago! Months ago. Okay. Like, in the winter of this mm-hmm. year. Vampire Diaries, damn bitch. I mean, I never watched it when I was younger, so... And the only Did you I watch started... Gossip Girl? No. What's that other one? The OC? No. One Tree Hill? No. Supernatural. Yes. I what? watched Supernatural over the pandemic. Once Upon a Time? Yes. <laughs> Degrassi? No. Degrassi, Next no Generation? Degrassi. I never watched any Degrassi. Um, do you watch The Bachelor? No. The Bachelorette? No. Love Island? No. Love Actually? That's a movie. Just checking. Just want to see if you're wrong. We, Remember, I can't for, for me, it's really based around like fantasy and magic. So, did that's you watch why the Wick Saga? I'm currently watching, <laughs> <laughs> or finished it, I guess. I feel like the Wick Saga is for you, and the Witcher is for me. I see the Witcher still on my list. Mm, Henry Cavill, baby. <laughs> is this is our Halloween episode. I am very horny. I guess on this episode, this okay. Because is- <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about like all of my crushes. That one Instagram of him building the computer. Uh-huh. Did you see that one? Uh-uh. Who? Henry Cavill. Oh, no. I've Superman. Yeah, he was no, building a computer. I am. This is. Oh, my God. And he bent over and his ass was so nice. I was just like, oh, my God. 
I think a lot of people commented on it because I went back to it. I think he edited out because that that shot was no longer. Oh, <laughs> you better start screenshotting shit as soon as you see it. I know. But we still haven't talked about all of this, but we have not talked. It is, this is our Halloween episode. Nothing has been spooky. Oh, nothing has been spooky. Do you want to do a few little Halloween round of questions? We'll do um, like a little rapid fire. Uh, do you have something to start? Because I have no idea. Actually, gonna, no, I yeah. do have something to start. What is what is your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie is probably. I know this isn't scary, but it's like a, a thriller. Okay. It's like Kiss the Girls. Kiss the Girls. What's that about? It's usually it's a trigger warning. Someone is either this uh, Ashley. I believe this is Kiss the Girls. Ashley Judd is taken. Okay. And she's in this room, and there's this guy who's been assaulting women. Of course. So I believe this is one where she like escapes, and this is a survivor story where she like fights him and gets out. Mm. I can't remember who the villain is, and I've seen it so many times. <laughs> but right. that's one of like my favorite ones. I've like I, I okay. like watching thrillers. I'm not like a horror, but like a thriller. Got it. Okay. I just started watching going through all of the Conjuring series. Beelzebub. <laughs> uh, so I have been really just enjoying that. Uh, so I've watched so far out of the entire series. We're trying to watch them in order. So I've watched The Conjuring. I've watched Annabelle. I've watched The Conjuring 2. And I've watched Annabelle Creation. So apparently there's still... I don't know about the order, but there's still Annabelle Comes Home. Because they move through different time periods, right? They move through different time periods, Like, right. it's not linear. They, like, will mm-hmm. go back whenever they want to. Yeah. So, like, the last two... Yeah, like, the Annabelle movie obviously comes before Annabelle creation. <laughs> Chicken but, they, but you meet Annabelle in the first Conjuring movie. Like, you find out who Annabelle is in the first Conjuring movie. Do you? You do. Oh, the very that. first thing they talk about in the in the very first Conjuring. Oh, because she's in the gate. She's in the, she's ca- in the cage. That's in the case. Yeah, and then like there's there's technically two different storylines kind of happening in the very first Conjuring movie. There's the storyline with the witch, and then there's Annabelle goes missing, and like all that stuff is all the stuff on Annabelle is kind of happening in the background, and then apparently it gets brought up later, but I haven't gotten there. Uh, that far in the series yet i want to know like what's where it went the conjuring was terrifying the conjuring the conjuring was terrifying the conjuring 2 was even scarier than the first conjuring and then annabelle creation is is where so all of the different movies obviously are connected in some way Mm. so there's the conjuring movies there's the annabelle movies there's the nun and there's la llorona oh i did see that nun the the i didn't watch it i just saw that poster right so like you meet the nun in the conjuring 2 and then you don't get to actually figure out who... And then the nun makes another appearance just for a second in a picture in Annabelle Creation. And then there's the actual nun movie. So have, they, have you seen the nun movie? I haven't seen the nun movie. I think that's the next one that we have to watch. So what would you say is the scariest one you've ever watched? Like, I want to know right now, you would not rewatch it. Ooh, I would not rewatch it? Yeah. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. That one? The Exorcist? I heard The Exorcist is pretty scary. The Exorcist is pretty scary. The Exorcist is But I imagine scary. now it's gotten so far in time, the graphics are so bad, yeah. it's not as scary. Yeah. Actually, and this is going to sound really stupid, and I'm probably going to get dragged all over for this, but I'm going to say it. There was a point in time when I when people were saying that like all of the Paranormal Activity movies were real. And so... 
stuff like that, that when they say that it's real or it's based off of true events, that is always the scariest shit for me. And so watching the very first paranormal activity scared the shit out of me. Uh, like, but at this point now, I could watch it and it's not a problem. Jumping back to The Conjuring, The Conjuring is based off of real events. I love scaring myself. I love scary shit. So I don't think that there's anything that I wouldn't watch again. But I would say that there are things that I won't watch by myself. Like some scary shit happened to me just the other night where uh, I went to bed at 11. I heard loud pounding at my door at midnight. And I thought that it was my roommate forgot his key or something like that. He was coming back from being out of town. I text him and he's like, I said, hey, did you just knock on the door? He says, no, I'm sitting at LaGuardia waiting for a car right now. So I'm like, what the fuck? Because like, it wasn't just like a knock. It was like pounding like something was wrong. I jump up. I run to the door, look through the peephole. There's nobody there. I go back to bed. The knocking happens a second time. Nobody there. And I'm talking, it was loud enough that it woke me out of my sleep. So having that experience... If I had after watched, you watched Conjuring? If it was after I watched what I watched last night, which was Annabelle Creation, I can't, I would never be able to watch that by myself sitting in my house by myself. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. So that would that would be it for me. Is I would I watch it by myself or would I watch it with friends? And this I don't is think the I would last watch last time I'm recording here. I, <laughs> I will not I don't think I would watch any of anything in the Conjuring series by myself. I think I would have to be with people to watch it. Mm. The scariest movie I've watched was earlier this year we watched the medium and it's on shutter i think i talked to you about this mm-hmm. and it's or i might have talked about it on here before it's about this woman who is a deity and in her family they have passed down this goddess to the next lineage mm-hmm. the show this movie is this is why i'm gonna keep confusing and saying the show because it's shot as a documentary okay and it is casted in the most perfect way. Ooh. Okay. Where you forget you're watching a movie and you're thinking you're watching like someone's live actual footage and documentary. Oh, I love that. And it was so like the story ends up coming out is that like they think, so the woman thinks her niece is the next one in line. And so. The, 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 I think she's referred to as a shaman. She's like, start noticing things that aren't normal and says, Hey, we shouldn't do this ceremony to welcome them into the new body because she's like, I don't think what's trying to get in is what's trying to get in. Mm. Come to find out, she was right. Oh, well. And, but, but like, it's not something, it's not a new story, but the way it was done, the way that they was, like, it, it, I hate saying this, but you know, there's the Hollywood version, like, this, this beauty is this shaman, like, it's shot like real people. Okay. So, like, you constantly are forgetting you are watching a movie. Oh, God. And the end is really terrifying. And I, and I remember, like, turning off and I was like, I will only like be watching Pixar movies. <laughs> like that night, I think I watched like Up or something, the Ratatouille movie, things that I knew were not scary. It like it, it was bright and colorful and fun. <laughs> it was, it was, it was honestly the most terrifying movie I've ever watched. 
What's it called? It's called The Medium, and it was on Shutter. It's it was it's filmed. I want to say in Thailand. Okay. So it's also like you're reading the subtitles, like you would be reading a documentary, mm. and it just keeps like you keep thinking and like and it's shot there. It's shot in a remote. It, it is just. I love that, and I'm probably gonna have to watch that before Halloween because I that sounds like it's gonna scare the shit out of me, and mm. I live for that. Mm. It's like, of course, like there's all those movies that like so many movies that come out of. Is it? I'm I'm gonna generally say Asia. But I feel like it's centered more in. I'm just gonna say they have the thumb on lock, foot, like on horror movies because most of our horror movies come like American versions of. Yeah, stories. it's an adaptation of those stories, like Mother and the Rain, yeah, and like all of that stuff. Like um, they have some truly terrifying. Absolutely. Which also makes sense because if you pay attention to a lot, like especially uh, uh, the what are those um, Spirited Away movies? I can't um, think of the the creator's name. Oh yeah, I know what you're but talking about. We grew up with like happy stories. Yeah, they come if up your with childhood, and demons and... if your childhood is these type of movies, I can't imagine what it is when you grow up. <laughs> like, like what? Because some of those things were just terrifying and very honestly true. Too earnest for like I felt like as a kid. I don't know if I've been able to handle that. <laughs> no, I get that though. Uh, one thousand percent. There's one movie. That it wasn't, it wasn't scary, or maybe, maybe, maybe it was scary. It was just eerie. I love eerie shit. So it's just like, uh, I think the name of the movie was It Follows. Did you ever see that? Do you know what that's based off of? No idea. So It Follows, if I believe this is correct, it was originally like a sexual transmitted disease story. Oh my god. Because you remember, I think it's in Follows, you have to have sex yeah. for it to be passed on. Uh-huh. So it's literally kind of, I want to say, a weird PSA about STIs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Did I just ruin that for you? I mean, maybe a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's really a story about like, you have sex and you pass it along and now it's going to kill them unless they have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I just, I loved it because, like, the thing never really dies. It just, it doesn't matter how far away you get, it will continue to follow you. And I I, I always remember the line. But it moves at, like, walking speed. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. Like, I always remember the line, it's slow, but it's not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's like. That just sounds like something your aunt would have said to be very nice. Which something one of her dumb nephews did. He's that's my baby. He's he slow, but he ain't slow. stupid. He's slow, but he ain't stupid. <laughs> are you finished? Or are you done? Honestly. <laughs> so uh, this is my last question. What is something from your what movie in your childhood scarred you? Candyman. Oh, Candyman. Don't do it. Run in front of mirrors. I don't care. Oh wow. <laughs> So I pushed myself to rewatch the Candyman recently. I watched it like three or four weeks ago, and I'm watching uh, the Jordan Peele adaptation this Friday. I think is he's the producer. He's not the director on that. Okay, either way, let me pull up, pull up the director's name. It's a um, black woman, I believe. Okay, I just kept seeing his name attached to it. Yeah, that is kind of how they marketed it a, a bunch. Yeah. Because it was like right off of the heels of of um, us and um, I think it's DaCosta. I have no idea. Uh, but Candyman, 
was that one story that and what's crazy is re-watching it as an adult there was so much about that movie that i had completely forgotten but i just knew that i did not want to fuck with that yeah i remember when that first came out i was just like no (laughs) and it's based off of a true story it is. It's Nia DaCosta. Nia DaCosta. Okay. Yes, it's the director. So let's give Nia DaCosta her things. Yes. Um, thank you, Nia DaCosta. But yeah, so like I was, I was actually just chatting with some friends of mine, and they they didn't realize that Candyman was based off of a true story where someone broke into someone's house through their bathroom mirror and murdered them, which is like the entire idea around the Candyman myth and what you see in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it right now, like as a fully grown man, I'm just like, I. You can joke about it. I will not go in front I'm of the and say bitch. it. <laughs> I just won't do it. Um, I'm very interested to see because there were multiple Candyman movies too that I had no idea. I saw that first one and that that was I let it go after that. But there were sequels where they focus on the woman um, after she joins him at the end of the movie. I had no idea that any of that existed. And I think there's maybe one where you get a backstory. Of That's news man. to me because, you know, I'm not that girl. <laughs> but, I mean, that just goes like, I just, I. that's how much I didn't want to fuck with it. I had no idea that those things existed at all. So that's that's it for me. What about you? Um, The one that scarred me the most was Freddy Krueger. Mm, okay. And I remember I watched it way too young. And Freddy is the one we can't go to sleep. Yes. Yeah, yeah I can understand why that would fuck with somebody. <laughs> and I remember just at the the scene where his hand comes out from the bot from the the bottom of the bed where the feet are. Mm-hmm. I refused to sleep. I would sleep across the bed. <laughs> oh no! For like a good month, I refused to have my feet anywhere near the end of the bed. That is. Very funny. Oh, you poor baby. So Freddy Krueger really just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Chucky. I used to have my little buddy doll. Saw oh, Chucky. And I my, my all about Chucky. My little buddy doll was my best friend. And the moment I saw that, my little buddy doll got locked up in a chest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot all about Chucky. Chucky was fucking scary as shit. And then Leprechaun. I knew you were going to say Leprechaun. And I Leprechaun, knew you were say Leprechaun. I watched it because this is before. Um, I'm a kid. I was born in the '90s. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and um, yeah. it was before you could like know where things you didn't. Things were just on. Mm-hmm. So I saw Leprechaun, and I was like, I should be able to watch this. It's about leprechauns. Nope. Oh. Nope. 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 Leprechaun. Oh my god. Oh, I really want to watch that now. Also, why do... This is a very black thing. We call movies by the name of the killer, not by the actual name of the movie. What's the name of the movie? Uh, Leprechaun, I don't know. Oh. But Freddy isn't called Freddy. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, and Chucky isn't called Chucky. What's it called? Child's Play. It's been renamed. (laughs) (laughs) But like any any, uh, horror movie, for whatever reason, like... I think Scream was probably the only one where people consistently called it Scream. Because I don't even know the name of the, the killer in that. Is it Ghostface? It is called Ghostface. Wait, it's called Ghostface? Now let me say, maybe. 
because like <laughs> I had to look for one on the internet, and every time I put screen face, like all the titles said ghost face. No way. Yeah, I it, thought on, they're called Scream. They're definitely called Scream. They're called Ghostface Killer. And there may be a licensing and a trademark issue is why they're not called the Scream Mask and most likely why they're called Ghostface Killer. That's probably the reason why. Yeah, because the movies are definitely called Scream. Like for The sure. movies are called Scream, but like yeah. anytime if you needed to find that mask in Scream, you have to search Ghostface Killer. That's hilarious. All right. Well, hold on, girl. I'm getting a call. Hello? What are you wearing? You know, it's a cute little sweater. What are you wearing? I can see it's really cute on you. Oh my god, thank you so much. I'm in the house. And we are back. (laughs) Alright, sis, uh, this, this brings us to our hot takes. Do you have a hot take for us? I do. I have a couple. A couple? I do. Okay, would you like to start? Yes. Okay, go for it. Number one. Dear MTA, if I am not a violent person, but the more that you have these people sitting in the booths who are on the phone watching movies and will not look up to help you. Wow. I don't say I agree with it, but like, I see why things get thrown at those windows. (laughs) (laughs) To number two, it is Halloween season. Do not scare anyone you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know why. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't know you and you start doing some jump shit on the street, an attacking is an attack. Yep. Well. And number three. Oh, he's still going. If you are going to be wearing heels this weekend for Halloween, and you usually do not, and this is to the full gender spectrum... Pull you out some shoes. Do not be walking barefoot on these streets. Ugh. It is disgusting. Ugh. That's it. Okay. I think all those are uh, mighty fair. Thank you you ain't sharing. walking up in my house barefoot coming off the street. You can just go home. You sure can. Not up in my house. All right. I have just one hot take uh, for us on today. I think that you should be forced to update pictures on your dating profile every three months. At the very least. Uh, I am tired of people not looking anything like their profile picture. Or worse, uh, posting pictures of themselves. They have multiple profile pictures. And it looks like these pictures span over the course of a decade. Like, Guess have, which one? Guess, guess who? Guess, guess who I am on today. And I'm not playing that guessing game. I'm also not guessing, uh, guessing which one is you and all of these group photos that you post as your profile picture. Are people still doing it? People I, are still doing I this. saw that on Tinder so much. Now I was just trying to feel like, if you post a group photo, I am thinking you're the one that is least attractive. 100%. That is what I'm going to guess. If you don't have at least one picture on your profile where it's just you, I have no... I, that is the only thing that I can assume, is that you're the least attractive one and you're trying to hide that. So, update your profile pictures, get your shit together. That's it. That's all. You heard it here first. You sound like one of those profiles I read. (laughs) Enraged. (laughs) Enraged, girl. Let them know where they can find you. You can find me at Harriet underscore Tugsman on the Instagrams. You can also find us at WTOM 
podcast. Oh, you, shit. You just, spelling I'm done spelling. Spelling you is not it. your strong suit, girl. I'll take this one. Uh, you can send us any commentary, uh, any uh, advice that you need, any questions that you have, any would you rathers at WTMOSpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's WTMOSpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at Take Me Off Podcast. And of course, we just introduced our uh, Wait Take Me Off Speaker playlist, which you can find on Apple Music and on Spotify. Uh, so every week we'll be adding new songs to that playlist. So go ahead and get in tune to that. And of course, you can find me at Jack's Chillmonger uh, on Instagram. That is J A X X Chillmonger on Instagram. And always never forget that BDB and BBD are also the same thing. <laughs> You're just removing where the dick is and we're just describing how it looks and its size and what we're describing. And then we're doing how big it is, what it is, and its color. Nope. <laughs> also, if you are around, I think, I don't know when this is out, but um, I'm doing Mixed Rock Bar at... Every Monday, the next round is November 7th, so please come out, vote for your girl, and hope you have a safe and spooky Halloween. Ooh, all right, girl, gotta go. Bye!